So here with another Kit Plus TV finance update is Paul Robson from MediaLease. Welcome back, Paul. Before we go into specifics about film, TV and media, what's your view on the economy now, the economic recovery in, in 21-22? How's it going to go? It'll be... It's interesting that the Chancellor yesterday was talking of 4% growth this year and 7.3% growth next year, which I think is, is incredibly optimistic. And I hope, he's, I hope he's right. He certainly knows more than we do. But um, I think mm. overall it was a good budget. I think we will have growth this year because, of, as we've all seen, the 20 million now vaccinated and a million people have had their second vaccination. So as we get further into the year, not just the weather improving, not just COVID receding because of the the heat and the, and the, and the dry weather, but because of the vaccination program. I still think there's a there's a requirement for some kind of local testing for gigs, concerts, events, um, but not for uh, general general life, as it were. So I think the recovery will be not quick, and I don't think it will be spectacular, but I think, yes, it will be a recovery of that, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. And specifically, how do you see um, the, the short and medium term future of production, film and TV? Well, the biggest announcement yesterday was this um, this super deduction, as he called it, which was his uh, his slant at getting people to buy more kit. So buy, buying assets, not mm. kit, but buying assets for your business, either by using cash or using higher purchase as a, as a leasing product, um, will allow you, and I'm not sure when the date's kicking, it may kick in from the 1st of April or something like that, but it'll be fairly soon, you will get 130% taxable allowance against that investment. So, i.e., it's really good for people or businesses that want to acquire, want to invest in equipment for whatever use, rental or for their own use, but they need to invest in equipment um, and to get that, that uh, taxable allowance, which will be a great benefit to that business, but it'll be a great benefit to the wider economy. If people are going out and buying things for their businesses, whether it's expansion or replacement, that can only be a good thing for the wider economy in terms of keeping people employed and keeping the wheels of industry turning with new kit being sold. In terms of the film and television industry, I, I think other than any of the tax breaks that we're not aware of yet, I mean, he did, he did mention this restart uh, scheme where there's 700 million additional funds for the arts council the sports and uh and general cultural funds 700 million which we've yet to see what the detail of that is but i think if you take the production market that we're all involved in and the post-production market it's it's very equipment intensive it's very investment intensive so i think those companies will be will get the benefit of having to reinvest in in new or replacement equipment more cameras more production equipment will benefit from this uh, enhanced tax allowance that he's talking about, this 130%. So I think it's a good thing for us. Mm. Yeah. I'm sort of interested in another angle as well. Does it have to be, do you think, I don't know whether this is clear yet, does it have to be product if you're talking cash? Can it be investment in development of you know services? and Does it have to be investment oh. in products? I guess that's the question. Yeah. The, the details not come out. I think software will be all right. So if you're a software business and you're acquiring that software, you're buying lots of software. I think you can you can capitalise it. It's, it's any anything you can capitalise. Now R and D, you I, I don't know too much about R and D because there's a lease 
company we don't do too much of it but you um you've yeah. got tax breaks for your r d investment which people do take advantage of but yeah. it's not really a class as an asset and this theme is very much centered around investment in asset. mm. assets so paul in terms of the debt that our country and many other countries are facing uh because mm. of the result and reaction to the pandemic. I think the UK is 400 billion in debt. Uh, yeah. how, how do you think? Um, how, how do you think the UK in particular is going to tackle this debt mounting? Uh, over 10 years is my opinion. Over 10 years, we'll be paying for this back. I'm, I'm rather hoping that they kind of capitalise it in some way and call it like, like they did in the wartime. They uh, in the Second World War, they mm. capitalised the debt and said, right. We've got to separate that from the general economic debt of running the country and running our budgets. And we've got to take a long term strategy over repayment of this, this 400 billion. But you're right, if it's 400 billion. Um, it's 90, it's 88% of in 2021, 8% of our GDP. It'll rise to 93% next year and goes up to 97% the year after. So it's an horrifically large amount of money. Let's not kid ourselves with that. Uh, I think he's done the right thing in the budget. I, and I thought he did last year as well. Um, I think if you break it down to say, as I've suggested, a 10 year debt, that's 40 billion a year, we've got to pay back. And clearly is not expecting the individual to pay anything back at the minute. There's this stealth tax on our annual allowances, which will creep in and you'll notice that whilst it's not increasing the tax rate, uh, as you hopefully get pay rises over the next five years, you will not benefit from that pay rise because the tax position hasn't moved in line with your pay rise, the tax breaks. However, I think next year we'll be paying higher taxes or higher NIC or higher VAT, whatever he wants to do on, on individuals. We'll, we'll be paying for that either next year or certainly, certainly 2023 because businesses can't carry the debt on their own. Businesses should be paying for most of it. That is quite correct. Businesses need to carry the can for all the benefits that the Chancellor has given us over the last 12 months in furlough and other schemes. Um, and, I, and I think this, this increase in capital, uh, in the capital taxes, the corporation tax, should I say, is clearly the, the, the way he's going to tackle it. But the quid pro quo is what we just discussed, this uh, annual investment allowance uh, of 130% will be key to those businesses who invest in kit. I, as a business, don't actually buy many assets. I don't have many fixed assets, but as a leasing business, I do. So, um, you know, it's, it's key to me that I get the detail on it. So I understand how I have, I have to treat the assets that I buy to lease out as a leasing company. But as a broker, which is part of what we do, um, I don't have many assets. So I've got to look at it quite closely. But 400 billion is a big number. It's, uh, it's, it's going to take a long time for the country to repay that. And I think most of that will come via business taxes over the next 10 years. Okay, so you say the businesses are going to be paying for it over the next 10 years and less uh, the, the individual, but for a business case, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. Um, so they're starting to uh, rise the corporation tax in, 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 in three years or two or three years, whenever it is. 2023, um, yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah, why haven't they? Um, so just as businesses are just starting to start to get successful again, you know, we've had a tough year, um, and they haven't got any, you know, they haven't got any profits this year. Um, uh, well, as soon as we have got profits, they're going to rise corporation tax. What about the people that have done particularly well out of 
the pandemic, um, rising corp raising corporation tax this year would get more from them immediately and less from those of us that have suffered because our you know, profits are down anyway. The, the, the SMEs that are the backbone of Britain aren't going to be penalised. Whereas in, in 23, they're going to get penalised, aren't they? Because they're making a profit again. Well, Am I making sense? Yeah, everybody's being penalised. He's put this broad, broad stroke in now and he's given you two years notice to, to figure out what you want to do. So, for example, if you're a small business that perhaps makes... 200, 200, 250,000 pound net profit as a small business. And the directors of that business take near most of that profit out in dividends because they don't pay themselves a salary. So, you know, it could be husband and wife, could be two directors pulling out 125 grand each. You know, that they are being currently tax efficient by paying corporation tax on the 250 at 19% and then uh, personal tax on the dividends. Well, I, I see that changing. I see that changing rapidly over the next two years where perhaps they'll take yeah. more salary. Most of it will be salary. And then the business will pay for it through the salary. Uh, we'll, we'll take the taxation through the salary and less so in corporation tax as a result. I think in terms of targeting individual businesses, Matt, um, that may well come out in the near future. This was a, this was a budget to cover all manner of things. The bit that I was surprised he didn't mm. mention was this talk about taxing uh, the delivery companies and the people that the not the transport companies but the delivery companies for um, places like I'm going to call it Amazon for example who are doing particularly well out of online online retailing so uh, that is what I thought he might mention but he didn't do that. So Paul, the, he, um, there's been announced the that schemes like furlough and stamp duty and things like that have been extended. Um, and you've been on the show many times talking about C-bills and other support packages. Where are we with that going forwards? Are C-bills still a thing or is there now a, um, a new scheme? Uh, C-bills is quite clearly now, after three extensions, definitely closing for applications at the end of March. That is, that is clear now because it will be replaced in April by this new loan scheme, business support loan scheme. That's probably not the name of it, but it's a restart scheme, I think it's called. And um, restart, that will yeah. be beneficial to the lender in the sense that the lender, the bank, will um, get the 80% support that they currently get under C-bills if the deal goes wrong. And the, there are other benefits to the lender. But let's talk about the, the business that wants, wants that cash, wants that loan or wants that asset financing. And they no longer get the support of having nothing to pay for 12 months or capital owner repayments for 12 months. That's gone. They will be taking the kit out today, uh, on the 1st of April and they will be repaying it from that, well, from a month after that, 30 days after that. So yeah. there is no longer the financial support and the cash flow support that was pretty big with Siebel. So my advice to anybody is if you've been sitting on the fence thinking, well, I'll just wait, I'll wait, because obviously, you don't start repayments for 12 months, so the later you leave it, the better it is for your cash flow. Don't wait anymore. We're already seeing a massive increase in applications for C-bills, loans and C-bills asset finance in the last month. We've seen a big slowdown in the response times from our funding providers for C-bills. So if you're thinking about it, even if you're not decided on whether you're actually gonna take that kit or not, get the C-bills application in, get it agreed, then you've got 90 days to make your decision whether you want to actually go ahead and 
take the kit or, or leave it. So if you've, if you're quoted on something that you're waiting for your client to confirm whether he needs that production of kit, um, whether he needs that production kit from you or not, then get the Seabills Asset Finance or Seabills Loan agreed now and then make your decision later. That's, that's our strong advice to people. It is disappearing at the end of March. And that will mean that you can't take out a new Seabills product after the end of June. Yeah, so getting it agreed now in 90 days from now is actually getting quite close to us being really back to normal. So that's that's going to be an important, you know, yeah, do it now. And so how long do you see the, maybe it's been announced, has the restart uh, uh, loan scheme, have they put a deadline on when that's going to end? Uh, I don't think they did, Matt. I think oh, it's. Uh, I no. think it's definitely from April, and it'll be definitely till September. I can't see it being before then. No. The, they, they, they kind of follow suit with the furlough scheme, and I was surprised he he went so long on the furlough. I didn't think he'd extend it till September. So I, I see this restart loan scheme will be till till definitely till September, and um, uh, and get businesses flowing again. But they won't quite have the benefits okay. that the C gave them. Mm. and the bounce back he didn't mention the bounce back but i suspect the bounce back will also disappear if you're looking at 50 grand bounce back you're probably gonna have to close that loop in a minute as well yeah yeah so so ultimately paul how, how does how does this affect your company you know leasing company and more importantly is it overall good news um for the people watching this it is good news overall in the sense that you've still got a loan product or an asset finance product available to you for the rest of this year, whether it's September or December, but you've still got a, a beneficial loan. So what that means is the funders have got a bit of confidence that this business might be a little bit small or might be a little bit weak financially, but you know what, if we put it on this restart loan scheme, then we have got protection if that customer doesn't get through this pandemic and, but unfortunately um, can't make his repayment. So that'll give the banks the, the benefit they need, the support they need to to lend the money, which ultimately is what the business wants, if you can't have the, the benefit of C-bills anymore. But from our point of view, um, it, it's all part of this recovery of getting people to have a bit more confidence to go out and, and spend that money on the kit because they can claim 130% allowances on uh, if they buy it for yeah. cash or buy it for HP they've got that allowance that will really bring down their tax bill. So it's, it's quite good. I, I do think it's a good scheme. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it opens up a lot of opportunities for the, for the industry. Let's hope uh, we do actually see increased investment in the media industry while these additional reliefs and, and, and products are all available to us. So that's great. The products, Very the insightful. products are all coming out now, aren't they? They're all products are coming out, but manufacturers are releasing new products. So let's go for it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. New cameras left, right and centre. Let's get, let's get buying. Give Paul a ring. So thanks for coming in, Paul. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to chatting again soon. And thanks, of course, to Media Proxy for their support on Kipros TV. And you can check them out at mediaproxy.com. We'll see you next time.